Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by Ford Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you doing? Hey, good enough over here. It's almost summer. Almost summer. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of a cold streak coming in here. It was, uh, a little chilly out there. Yeah, can't quite turn the corner, but uh, at least uh, I mean. Good enough to be out there occasionally. Just gotta, yeah, like the ogres do, wear layers. Right, for sure. And somebody posted a, a news article of, I don't know, like fifteen years ago or something like that, of a snowstorm on this day <laughs> here, May eleventh. Yeah. Uh, well, either it was either today or yesterday. I, my my memory's not the greatest, but yeah. Like in Wisconsin? Yeah, here in, like, here in Milwaukee. In Northern Canada. No, yeah. Uh, it felt like Northern Canada, apparently. <laughs> um, something like that. Saskatchewan, eh? Eh? Nova Scotia. Um, yeah, so at least it's not that. <laughs> so we got that going for us. Right. Which is nice. Which is nice. Um, <laughs> Every day without snow, that's a good one. <laughs> It's a big thumbs up, two thumbs up in my book. Yeah. But. but yeah. How's it going uh, down south by you? It's going. I mean, like I said, courses are open. Leaves are on the trees. Just, you know, got to bundle up a little bit if you're going out to to play a little, play a little golf. Um, like you said, that's what layers are made for, right? Yeah. Yeah, makes it harder to swing, but uh, yeah, don't uh, don't don't want to be miserable. That's no. for sure. It was a little bit of a far cry from two week two weekends back uh, when it was yeah. <laughs> when it was like eighty five degrees out, mid eighties. Yeah, playing golf over at Sand Valley, but. Uh, we'll get into that a little. Oh, little that's later. right. You did go to a little place called Sand. Yeah, yeah. It was quite fun. It's too bad you couldn't make it. I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode. I'm sad. I was thinking about you guys. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. You at least yeah. got to go out golfing like though. While huh? you were, you at least got to go out golfing while you were out in Colorado. I did go Sunday. I got my first 18 holes in of the season you've been doing just nine holes pretty much all yeah you know just like the commercial says you know just play nine just play nine you got a little time just play nine ain't got time play nine yeah yeah so finally yeah i got to play with my dad which was really awesome really uh yeah it was it was good to see him um so yeah got a little bit in i was i was gonna ask you when you in cold weather or do you can you or do you wear the two glove system like the uh um while you're swinging some people can some people can't i i've never tried it i've just done the one glove 
Um, the normal leather glove, yeah. yeah. No, Footjoy makes these winter gloves that I like have a little extra. Yeah. Honestly, the palms are, I mean, they're not Cabretta leather, but they're, you know, they're very thin. And then, the, but the backs have like a fleece on them. And just some people don't like it. So I actually do. I mean, I've never, yeah, I've never tried them. Um, I, I mean, I've golfed in mid 30s, you know, degree weather, and I've just had my normal glove on one hand. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll like, I'll have a pair of like mittens with me that I wear in between shots, you know, yeah, some yeah. hand warmers in there. But, but when it comes to actually, you know, swinging the club, I, it's just normal setup. I, I've never tried those winter gloves. Um, I, so I don't know if I would like them or not. I just, yeah, I never tried them. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'll let you borrow mine someday. Okay. Yeah, you come, you come on up here and uh, I'll, uh, I'll loan them to you. Yeah, on a 80 degree day. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we don't need them too much more this year. But I was just, I was just wondering. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's got their things. I didn't wear them for the longest time, but now, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's going to be cold, it makes the day a little bit more enjoyable. But yeah, you just got, you kind of got to used to the feel. I mean, it's just weird having a glove on your right hand. Yeah, true. So, it's different, but you know, you feel like good old timey two gloves. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I used to wear two gloves when I played little league baseball way back when. So yeah, yeah, just just feeling a little bit. Wear those. You wear your wear your little batting gloves. Batting gloves that are kid size, (laughs) just probably crusty in some freaking old bat bag somewhere. They're still at Ma's house. No, they cleaned out and moved. They shipped. They shipped to Arizona. They cleared out a lot of stuff. Everything that was clay stuff, they yeah. said, you go. Like, get, out, get out of here. They this asked me, you want it? I'm like, I don't want it. Throw it away. I don't want it. I don't want it. I, don't have, I ain't got room for that. Anybody got time for that? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into these picks. Looks like uh, I had a good week. I mean, at least one of us did. Yeah, so, yeah, we didn't have a episode last week. Um, so our last picks that we did was for the Valspar Championship, uh, which um, good old uh, Sam Burns won. I don't think uh, – not a lot of people picked him to win. Yeah, he wasn't quite on our radar, was he? Nope, definitely not on mine. Um, but, I'm happy for him, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. First time winner. Seems like a nice kid. Yeah, I was uh, watching his interview and seeing his shots. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely paid his dues and seems. I was really happy to see him get his first win. Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly always cool to see first time winners. Um, you know, essentially, you know, a dream come true basically for them. Um, and you know, there's so many things that come with getting a win on the PGA Tour. You know, with invitations to like the Masters and you yeah, know, that's other big time thing events, right? Well, but, and the two-year exemption, or the shit, what is it? Five-year, ten-year exemption? Yeah, right. On the on tour, just not even having to worry about like you know status, right? Um, you get that victory, and it's like okay, I I I can plan like I'm going to be on this tour for the for years to come here. Um, you know, and then getting into 
you know some of the some of the other majors and everything or some of the other bigger tournaments at least um yeah it's just doors doors that open once you win um and so getting that first win is always um cool to see but yeah first one's always the hardest right yeah i'm still searching for mine we'll see if i ever get it well try try golden tea <laughs> have you seen some of the shots on those games <laughs> can't win can't win there those guys are like bouncing off cliffs and going into the hole at like 30 miles an hour wow <laughs> backspin for days really yeah yeah no some of those guys i mean yeah 18 holes they're shooting 36 under yeah i mean i've, I've done that in video game golf i've done that but not on golden tee I'm not good with the the spinning the ball on the track. Yeah, I can't I can't even putt on those. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I never played it enough and then I got frustrated. I'm fine I'm fine with the controller, but spinning spinning the track ball just it's not my thing. Yeah. I hear you. Well, was the Yeah, cuz well you at one point you even designed your own course, right? Uh for a video game. Yeah, so like the the golf club video game, which has now been kind of rebranded as PGA 2K21 now, the iterations of it. But like, um, there's a course creator in those games, and and I was I I'd been playing that game since the very first iteration of it, which was just called the golf club. Um, yeah, and I've yeah I've created a couple courses through it and um, played in like a kind of a competitive league essentially um called tgc tours um i even i even won a won an event on it uh and i think i I think my winning score was like 36 under honestly for that event wow Um, watch out sam burns yeah um no invite to the masters though right i did i did get an invite to the masters um but it wasn't because of like the win or my ranking because i i think my highest rank i ever had was like a hundred something in the world yeah in that community of who played tgc tours um i'm i would no no longer even be close to being that high anymore because i i really haven't played in quite a while but um, and there's a lot more people that play it now but at the time, I mean, I was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I got because I I kind of helped out with the site and like the staff, kind of like with the website and stuff. So they kind of gave me like a staff exemption or invitation to the to the masters. Yeah, and I was uh, I was doing I was doing pretty decently, uh, and then I just blew up on a couple holes, like in the second round, and missed the cut by like three strokes. Um, oh. Like there was a couple holes that I just just blew up on. There was like some up and downs where you know some of the slopes, pin locations, I would you know take a shot and just it would spin right off you know the green or whatever, you know false front and stuff like that. So uh, sad story for sure, but um, no, those are those are fun fun times, good days. Yeah, I think I, I don't know if I saw you play or. And obviously, I know you told me, so that was yeah, that was cool. Yeah, once I once I kind of moved out of Wausau, I kind of stopped playing. Um, 
because I was just I had so many other things going on. Um, but yeah, when I was in Wasa was kind of like the big days I was playing those. Yeah. You know. Gotcha. Weekly tournaments and everything. So. Yeah, maybe I saw. I don't know if you showed me when we worked together at East Bay or if I saw it. I feel like I saw you gave me a tour of one of the courses or something that you helped design or could be could be my yeah. memory's not the greatest <laughs> my past self certainly could have done that <laughs> yeah past clay must have showed me something because i'm i'm recollecting something but all right anywho anyhow um, valspar championship uh nick picked his his guy to win his main guy to win Corey connors he finished at five under uh he beat my pick of dustin johnson who was two under so nick won that one uh best man pick a secondary pick both of our best men kicked our picked our groom's butt yeah that's true uh you had louis oosthuizen uh who finished at nine under i had max that's not how you say it i it is how you say it um (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I had Max Homa who finished at 10 under so I, I won that round and then the trunk slammer you had Kelly Kraft who was plus 4 miscut I had Doc Redman who well he made the cut finished 3 under so um, you won that one so 2 wins for you 2 weeks ago in our picks so congratulations to that well done. Yes. Always good to get to take my victories wherever I can get them these days. So, uh, yeah, and it looks like we're we're both tied at 21 on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we're it's, uh, neck and neck and neck. For sure. It's probably going to be a photo finish at the end of the year here. Yeah. We got a long ways to go, but so we're just, far. We're just going to have to test you for performance-enhancing drugs right away. <laughs> well... You saw that with Medina Spirit? No. The horse oh, with, oh, the horse with the Kentucky Derby? Uh-huh. Talking about? I didn't know the horse's name, but yeah, I heard the story. Someone's in a little trouble. I don't know. <laughs> what they what they say the excuse was? Like a jockey, like pissed in the the uh, the stall or whatever it's called the the area where the horse was, and you know the horse ate that hay and. He had been taking medication, the jockey or whoever was the staff member. <laughs> so they're blaming it on some human that had some drugs in his system and the horse ate the, the hay that he, he beat on. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, there's there's some crazy uh, stories going on right what, now. What could we possibly make up to defend this? <laughs> yeah, or they put an ointment on him that may have had something but either way some good old uh deer antler spray yeah, <laughs> DJ yeah somebody's, got... <laughs> <laughs> somebody's got some splaining to do yeah for sure uh and then last week uh we didn't have the episode and we didn't make picks but rory mcelroy ended up winning in the Wells Fargo, his first win in a couple years since 2019, I believe. Um, yeah, 18 months. Yeah, he's back, back in the winner's circle. Back in the circle. At the place where he got his very first victory. Yeah. Whale Hollow. Yeah, he likes that place. It appears so. 
here. So I think one of us definitely would have picked him. You know, I don't know. Equil Hollow. I don't know. I mean, I he would. hasn't been. You know, I mean, if you wouldn't have. I would have. You may have. I wouldn't have. Uh, mostly because, like, I mean, he hasn't been playing all that great, right? He took. Yeah, he's been winning. I mean, he's. I feel like he's been on some leaderboards. And he's been on some leaderboards, but like, you know, just not getting her closing closing the deal. Right. Not up to the standard of you know, we know of Rory McIlroy. Exactly. We expect more. He's just one of those players where you just expect just another level, essentially. He's just that good. Yeah, what is it? His first win since being a father now? Yeah, something like that. Well, maybe this will open the door. Yeah. A couple, couple guys returning to the winner's circle recently. Him and Jordan Spieth. Kind of good to see both of those guys back to winning ways. Yeah. It's only better for the game when those guys are kind of contending and on the leaderboard. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely the big names that most people, you know, they, they have the superstar status. And, you know, what is – I'm still trying to catch up on what the PGA Tour is trying to do with their the rankings are going to somehow incorporate, you know, players. They're going to have extra – Power. Yeah, they're going to have extra money or something for – players who um, just yeah basically are influencers <laughs> um, yeah. who just and then, have name recognition and stuff like that so yeah so Ricky Fowler is going to get some money <laughs> yeah and yeah and then, well, I was talking to my dad like because then what Paige Spiranot wants, wants some of that money Sporanic, yeah, because because she has more followers than lots of those guys, most of them. Yeah, but it's, this is just for PGA Tour players. Basically, so basically, it's for players who, like, say Ricky Fowler, or guys who um, are well known. You know, um, maybe even a guy like um, you know Matthew Wolf, who has a name. Um, it's kind of gotten out there, um, is is known, you know, more towards the casual fans, um, you know, kind of promotes the game in that way. On um, social media. Yeah, on social media are just, or just, they're just, basically they're bringing the, the tour money despite, you know, not oh, necessarily yeah. playing well or whatever, but they're not... They're not doing it by their performance. They're doing it more for their just notoriety. Their yeah, you know, parents bring the kids out to get the autograph. Of, yeah, exactly. Know, popul- so, it's a popularity concept. It's, it's their move to combat the the whole Super League thing, where you know the they're trying to some Middle East oil money is trying to create a new league that has you know. It's got, it's what they it's what it was tried for the uh, uh, European soccer though, like all those huge clubs there were trying to start their new a new league with just like the top teams or whatever the the most known teams to to just you know get as much money as possible and same thing was kind of trying to happen or has been trying to happen for quite a while like 
I think Rory was saying like seven years now it's kind of been a thing uh, that's been trying to be done where, you know, get all the top golf golfers in the world into one league and it's just them, some like elite league essentially um, or elite just, tour. So it's just like the Masters every week? Yeah, or well, every tournament. Just like, yeah. just, well, I mean. And it's just them, you know. It's just the biggest names. Top, the, top 50 in the world every the, week. The biggest draws. Yeah. It's yeah. not some, you know, you know, you're not having um, good old Sam Burns winning. You know, you're having a big name winning every week. You but, mean Kelly Craft and Doc Redman aren't going to be there? <laughs> Probably not. So, so this is the PGA Tour's kind of response Not to that. Unless they're the bag. <laughs> yeah. So this is basically the PGA Tour's response to, to that to try and, you know, keep the big name guys, you know, the guys who draw crowds, you know, are popular um, to keep them on, on tour essentially. But Yeah, because they're going to. They're going to follow the money, right? The big players, you figure. I mean, at least. Well, a little... yeah. I mean, they do a little bit. I mean, I mean, Rory. Rory said like he's not really all that concerned. But you know, once you get to a certain level, you're not really all that concerned with money anymore. I mean, money's always nice, you know, right? But, yeah. um, but when you get to a certain stage, when you've won, you know, some majors and stuff, you know, as Rory was saying, like he's more concerned about like cementing his legacy, essentially. You know, winning more majors. getting, getting you know, getting that career grand slam. You know, winning more or as many majors as possible. Winning you know, as many tournaments and big tournaments. You know, the players and all that. You know, just trying to really cement his place in golf history rather than just chasing money. You know, yeah. Um, you see, I mean, you've seen throughout the years, you know, events taking place, you know, Phil Mickelson going overseas or Dustin Johnson, you know, players going over to Europe or Australia or China or, you know, somewhere in Asia um, to play in these tournaments, you know, because they're getting like appearance fees for it. Right. Um, but yeah. those are those are more like kind of one off things. Right. Because they're because golfers are essentially independent contractors. They choose oh, yeah. their schedule. They choose, you know. They're, you know, how they work, essentially. Um, but those are more like one-off kind of things where they're getting these appearance fees for these tournaments um, that aren't really part of, like, the tour schedule, right? Um, but the base, you know, tour schedule that they, you know, use or, you know, revolve their season around is still the PGA Tour yeah. um, or the European Tour. You know, they, there's a partnership there, but... Um, so there's still that base, you know, that foundation there. Um, so they're just trying to keep that foundation there and not have it move to some other, you know, Super League tour instead. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I was still trying to follow that. And even if, uh, I mean, is that a for sure thing? Or are they still just, like, working out the bugs? The PGA Tour's... Yeah, money. I'm. I think it's a pretty sure thing, but I'm not sure. Like, like it's gonna happen. I, I just don't know like how how it's gonna happen or like what it's. Yeah. How know, exactly? What the details are yeah. of it? You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly how it works. I don't. I don't know if that's even been made like public or anything like that. 
I think they just kind of announced it. But I could be wrong. There may be details out there that are escaping me, but... Yeah, the Star Power bonus program. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, milestones and stuff within it. Um, You know, KPIs, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Hit your goals, man. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you know all those goals or all those milestones are really you know out there. But I'm sure we'll find out more as the season goes on and these as these you know as this money starts getting you know given out essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, speaking of star power, how was uh, Sand Valley? <laughs> what? What a transition there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah, it was perfect. Man, how amazing was it? It was great. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was awesome. It was, you got in a full 17 on Friday and 18 on Saturday? Yeah, we played, uh, two of us went, went there Friday, um, got there and played the short course, the sandbox, in the late afternoon. Uh, we had a 4.30 p.m. tea time. Super, super chill, super relaxed. Good warm-up round? Yeah, good warm-up round. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say we were necessarily warming up all that much. It was just kind of having fun. <laughs> well, just warming up for Saturday. I mean, yeah, you're. I guess you're just getting out there, getting used to the the, the ambiance, the, yeah. the, the green speeds. Yeah, yeah, the greens. Uh, yeah, I would say the greens certainly helped. And putting on those. Um, How'd you putt? I actually putted pretty decently. Um, yeah. Honestly, um, I mean, I had a couple. There was a couple times on like Saturday on the big course where I had a couple like three putts, but uh, you know, from I was just on like the wrong tier or something, or a ways away from the the point. Yeah. But um, but for the most part, like I. I played pretty decently and um, I putted pretty decently. Um, but yeah, it was uh, so Friday. It was you know the short course, and, and it sucked because I brought you know the the the, uh, the clubs I brought with me. You know, like the I decided to bring like my sixty degree and my fifty two and like I think a pitching wedge and an eight iron just in case I wanted to like bump and run. And there's one, there is one hole that was like playing, you know, 150 or whatever out there. So it I helped on that. But um, the one club, the one wedge I didn't bring was the 56. And basically all the yardages for all the holes, or a lot of them, seemed like they were just perfect 56 degree numbers for me. Like, <laughs> I was like in between shots the entire time. I was like, what? <laughs> if I had my 56, this would be perfect. Gosh, dang it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the only it's thing. He wouldn't let you borrow his, huh? I didn't. I didn't want to borrow his. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but it was. You know, it was uh, a lot of fun. Um, they had some. They had some. There was a couple you nasty. You think you were gonna need it, and you left it at home, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're, I'm not gonna bring my entire bag out there, right? I just figured I'll just bring. Yeah. Didn't they give you a Sunday bag? No, I, yeah, they uh, we were able to rent a Sunday Sunday bag there. Oh, you have to rent it. Yeah. Um, of course, right? Yeah, but yeah, so I just had a 
just brought a couple clubs from from the bag and brought them out to the course. We uh, we were staying in a lodge that was overlooking the sandbox or right on the sandbox there. Wow. So it was a super like short walk for us to get you know to the sandbox there. So um, could you just run back and get your club? <laughs> we had well, we didn't do that for clubs, but we did that for balls. <laughs> we got up there, we we're like, oh, we forgot to bring balls. <laughs> <laughs> so so Jake actually ran back and got some. Um but <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun though. It was a nice leisurely kind of um stroll around the around the park basically. The only issue was like they still had like they were they had sod going in essentially in yeah. in, in a lot of places, but especially in the the short course there. So we had to tee off off of mats instead of you know, on the kind of the grass. Okay. Um, so that was a little bit of a bummer because the mats weren't like, they weren't like your normal, you know, range mats where it's hard and flat. Like these were like, like you're sinking down into these mats. Like it, it was, it was weird. <laughs> so they, they were on the tee box, like each tee box, you didn't have to carry it. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah. They had a, they had a mat, artificial mat on each tee box. But they were like, but it was more were, like rough where you sink down. You're like sinking down into these mats. Like they're, it's not like hard. It wasn't like hard ground underneath them. It was like there was sand underneath them, and you were just sinking down into these mats. So you you don't have like an even, you know, lie or whatever. Uh, so it's, it's kind of interesting well, there. I mean, you are at Sand Alley, right? A lot of sand. I I got into a <laughs> lot of sand at, at the sand trap. Um, I didn't get into as much sand on the big course, um, which which certainly helped. But the sand the sandbox, I I found myself in quite quite a bunch of sand, and and we got I mean, a lot of we got a lot of video of it. So I'm I'm going to be cutting it up, and you'll be able to see how much sand I got into. But yeah, it was like you didn't have your 56 in the sand, right? I had my 60 degree, but uh, 56 would help me not be in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> No, because that's my no, that's my sand wedge is what I usually use. Yeah, usually, usually I go with the sixty. Uh, if I have to, if it's a longer shot, I'll I'll use a fifty six. If it's like a longer bunker shot, um, yeah. But it, there's a lot of times when I'm fairly short sighted <laughs> with my bunker shots because that's so how I roll on the golf course. I'm all about missing on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. So 60 degrees certainly helps me in those situations. It's my go-to. Yeah. Get it up and down quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so two of us came down Friday for that. Um, so that was fun. And then Saturday, two more guys coming down. Um, and we played the Sand Valley course, which uh, Friday was a little bit cooler. It was like high 50s, maybe 60 degree. And pretty much no wind, but Saturday, mid eighties, and just windy as all could be. It was there was oh. so much wind. Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts. Um, prevented me from able being able to fly the drone on Saturday. I was hoping to do that. I did fly the drone on Friday, but I wanted to do some more on Saturday. But the wind was too much. Um, yeah. But yeah, just up on Craig's porch there, which is you know at the top of the property yeah. where um, 
that's where you know you tee off on the first and tenth holes and they the ninth and eighteenth holes you know come up to um okay just right at the top of property you know before the round is just gusting wind <laughs> just like oh uh, well, how am i how am i even gonna do this <laughs> yeah right damn you penrose yeah but actually like front nine i actually shot pretty well i shot a 40 on the front which for Ooh. me is pretty darn good real yeah um, that's great. the back nine was when i started finding some sand and started losing some balls and ended up hitting like a 51 on the back but um but that front nine like i was making putts i was hitting the ball well like yeah it was nice. going well even even with the wind um oh nice but yeah no it was a it was a fun round it was great um yeah i would like to play it you know not in the wind <laughs> yeah and you guys did not do caddies no we didn't do caddies um and which, you all carried or pushed we i brought my own push cart um and then the other three they you know took one of the push carts that were there um okay. so we were all we were all pushing or pulling our our bags but um yeah I, I mean i have a gps that that kind of showed the the course layout and yardages to certain you know hazards and stuff so at least we had that um yeah because there was some blind shots yeah some blind shots or some you didn't you know you didn't know exactly how far you know some of the bunkers were out there you know and stuff like that or if there was room you know by the bunkers or something so we at least had that um but yeah it certainly would have been nice you know to have a caddy especially for your first time but we may do um we figured we figured it out we found our way around um and hey you know without the caddy you get to explore more of the more of the landscape right yeah get to see more of the lots of different places on the course get your money's worth i thought the pin was over there no it's over there but um (laughs) yeah no it, it was nice it was uh it was nice that they had like on almost on, on a lot of the holes they had like free water you know that you could grab like bottles of water in like a big cooler chest that you could just grab and you know use because it was it was a hot day and you know 85 86 degrees and you're walking the entire time and it's it's sunny as you know there's wasn't like a cloud in the sky basically so beaten down um, we got we got some massive sunburns um <laughs> and the, the 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 crazy thing was when we got back to craig's porch after our round um to get you know some beers and some tacos up there which are fantastic by the way tacos, yeah. ta- tacos are great um while i was waiting for the tacos i see there's this huge like gallon jug of sunscreen just there for for you to use <laughs> like really we didn't see this when we were up here before around. the whole time <laughs> the whole time we're just just we just we're just lobsters out here oh uh, <laughs> what oh rookie mistake rookie mistake for sure <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was once again something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, you know, it's I I love, you know, I love courses that just are seemingly built into the nature. 
you know, the land, and, and that's kind of what Sand Valley is. You know, there's not, you know, on a lot of the holes, like, there's no, like, tee boxes, you know, yeah. that you're used to, right, on Parkland courses where it's, you know, cut, you know, tee box that's, you know, surrounded by rough. It's okay. just essentially the entire thing is, you know, fairway, and they just place these markers on, you know, in these areas. Like, this it is where the so tee is going to be, right? It was so natural the way it was Right, created. right. Um, yeah, I love that. That was that was really kind of cool. Just very, you know, links-ish type of feel to it, right? Yeah. Um, I love I love that. It's it's great. Um, we didn't get to play Mammoth, uh, so there's definitely reason to come back. Okay, sign me um, up. Definitely reason to come back, and they're building another course. Yeah. That's going to be open in like a couple of years, uh, which is like a. Is it a is it a Fazio design, something like uh, that? But yeah, it's they've they're gonna keep building courses out there. Uh, so definitely reasons to come back. Um, definitely want to play Mammoth. Um, so yeah, uh, great time, fun time. Definitely would have been great if you were there, Nick. But understand, yeah, not being able to. Lido. The, the, oh yeah the Lido course they're uh, bringing back a, a classic course basically um, an old an old course that got lost to history and they're basically remaking it yeah um, but that one's supposed supposedly that course is gonna be like fairly private as in like there's only they're only gonna open up only like a couple tea times for you know guests at the resort like it's not like sand valley and mammoth dunes and the sandbox where you know people can just drive up and play without staying at the resort yeah you can you can get tea times or but like but like all the tea times are available to everyone or you know obviously first dibs is for the resort guests but like anyone can get tea times but from what i heard this new course the lido it's going to be uh, pretty private, and only like a couple tea times are going to be available to to public, essentially. All right. But but I think that's supposed to open up in like 2023. I think um, so. Okay. A few years, a few years. But yeah, definitely reason to go back to play the mammoth All right. course, mammoth dunes. Hear a lot of good things about it. Um, We'll do it. We'll do the de- dunes one day and stay for the Lido the second day. That'd be amazing. That'd be that'd be quite crazy. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a place you want to go back to for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I just remember I've only been on it the one time, but yeah, it just felt like I mean, for a golfer, it was just like heaven on earth. Just I love the old Scottish feel and. Yeah, it just felt so natural, and I just, I yeah, how, the design of it and how the greens flow into the next tee box, mm-hmm. and just every little detail is thought thoughtful, and, you know, there's no houses on it, so, like, a lot of times you can't even see any other structures and unless you get up near Craig's porch or, you know, now right. I don't know how much of the resort. I mean, but the resort is, you know, it's all these little cabins, 
Yeah, it's you don't really see it from the the course. I mean, there's yeah. certain spots on the course where yeah, you can see like the the re, the big resort buildings and and some of the cabins there, um, on on some of the you know higher up tee boxes, um, at least for Sand Valley. I I don't know about Mammoth Dunes. I know Mammoth Dunes is is closer to the actual resort. Like you tee off right by the big buildings. Yeah. Um, but with Sand Valley, you actually take a little little drive up to Craig's porch there um which is I mean it's not that far away but it's you know you'd rather take a shuttle than walk there <laughs> yeah right um <laughs> but yeah when you're on the course yeah you don't really see structures um yeah it, it's you just see a lot of sand there's so much yeah. sand out there <laughs> so much it's nuts it's nuts um but yeah, my goodness, it's it was great. It was a great experience. It was fun. had had a lot of a lot of uh, fun moments, good times. Definitely want to come back. You know, it, it makes you it makes you wonder. You know, you hear all about you know abandoned dunes, and you know it's the same ownership out there. Yeah, in Sand Valley, and it's like, wouldn't that be cool to go to too? You know, yeah. You know, after experiencing wow. this. Yeah, Sand Valley. Um, yeah, the, these courses they require a premium, or they, they oh for sure, yeah, premium price. But like I don't for know, sure. it's, it's an experience. Well, and that's the thing you're not playing, you're not going and doing it, you know, and playing it multiple times, you know, a year. It's not your home course. It, these are vacations essentially. You know, you're yeah, you're yeah. the money you're spending. You're spent. You're on a vacation. It's just a golf vacation. So yeah, it's it's going to cost <laughs> some money. But it's, you know, when if you're into golf, it, like, it's just, it's like heaven, basically. It's our Disney World. Essentially, I mean. yeah. And and the thing, the nice thing is, though, especially at... Minus the kids. Yeah, right. At least at Sand Valley, like, the, you know, the prices for, you know, tacos and, and stuff like that, like, the concession... Do you have to quote play unquote, there? Quote, unquote, Do you have to go get the tacos? I don't... <laughs> they don't check <laughs> well I mean you did walk up with your clubs yeah but you could just they have parking up by Craig's porch so you could just drive up there and I'm gonna have to go find this out you don't there's no way you have to play there to go and eat tacos there there's no way like they don't I, check like you could easily I know the food there is good you were about to say that it's pretty it's I mean the food they don't gouge you on the price right that's what yeah that's what I was kind of going for like they could easily do that but like the restaurants and everything it's open to the public so you can get reservations there if you're not yeah. playing there like at you know the restaurants there or the bar there um, yeah if you want like it's a, it's an open to the public you know thing um place uh, it's just you know it's out in the middle of nowhere essentially <laughs> a little yeah. bit um so it's just easier if you're <laughs> if you're staying there yeah i know i mean i i even want to go down there and just practice i'm like just go roll some putts and yeah i didn't i didn't really get a chance to use their like large putting green that they had right there by the practice <laughs> it's pretty big facility. it's huge i saw like i i went to the practice area just very shortly um, but yeah, I didn't roll any putts there. But yeah, I looked at it. I was like, oh, that'd be fun to just kind of hit balls on. But reasons to come back. It's I didn't I didn't exhaust my stay there. I I left some things open. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So that's cool. No, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll have to do it again. We'll have to. Uh, yeah, I know we're kind of wrapping it down here. We got to make our picks. I will. I was going to tell you though that uh, I did actually go get to get a sneak peek of uh, Century World. Oh, you did. Yeah, they're they're closed all year. They're opening this year on yeah. August seventeenth. August, yeah, because they're doing renovations for the uh, U.S. Women's Senior Open that they're hosting in twenty twenty three, right? Senior Open. Oh, just senior. Oh, I thought for some reason I thought it was the Women's Open. No, they hosted the U.S. Women's Girls Juniors. Oh, um, maybe that's what I was thinking. And of. then they're now they're hosting the Men's. Senior. Okay, this is, okay, Men's Senior. They're hosting in twenty twenty three. Correct. Okay. So. They've already, like, all this stuff they're doing, it's like they've already met, obviously, the USGA. You know, they're planning years out, but they, the USGA already came in there. So I got to, you know, we're hosting a tournament there for my company. And so I'm in charge of uh, the golf um, festivities. And um, the – but so I was, like, verifying, like, like what like what we can do and, and stuff. And so I got to go out and get a tour with the head pro. And uh, no, I mean they're they're like rebuilding like three of the greens, um, but like they're just tightening. Everything's getting tighter. Oh really? And I really like I really like their greens that they had there. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I guess you know they could do them better. I guess there's some way. But one of the things I really enjoyed about Century World is they did make it. You know, with the newest renovation they did, especially with some of the green complexes, is they made it. They made some of them. You know, fairly, you know, easy for the general golfing public in terms of like like some kind of punch bowl designs where, you know, if you yeah. maybe don't hit the green, but you're just shortly or you're just off a little that's bit. That's what you're going to try to get rid of. I know. But like that's the thing kind of I enjoyed playing there, like having some of those elements. Um, but, yeah, for mm-hmm. if you're hosting a U.S. you know men's senior yeah, open. They want to get rid of any kind of luck. Yeah, their whole goal is to like reward good shots and penalize bad shots. Yeah, I think the only the only green I don't think I liked on that course was there's a short it's a short par four right before the par three right over water. Um, yeah. you know that kind of like island green par three. It's not really an island, but yeah, you 12, know, so yeah, so the eleven, yeah, whole eleven. It's like a short par four there. Yeah, and the green is like. It just it's just severely like plateaued in the middle. Yeah. Like I don't think that wasn't I don't believe one of the ones they're renovating. No, of course not because because <laughs> depending where you put that didn't pin. Talk to you. Yeah, but depending where you put that pin it's like my goodness that is ridiculous. Um Yeah. I think that was the only that was the only one I didn't like cuz like I'm I'm not I'm not someone who doesn't like, you know, steep slopes on greens or anything like that. I, I quite do because it's fun to kind of be able to use them. Um, but I, I felt like that green was too small for the slopes that they had. Like they had to make it the green a little bit larger. But that's just my opinion. That's from my uh, video game golf architectural knowledge. <laughs> gotcha. But uh, no, yeah, I'm ex- yeah I'm excited to see kind of what they do. Um, no, it was just cool, and like they got because they and then they got the whole sub air system in there, which is the only course in Wisconsin that has sub air, like the like Augusta, where they can either like didn't the, didn't they have it there before or no? No, oh, I mean that course had great drainage, anyhow. 
um, yeah. prior to the the, dra- the drainage was set up like to optimize the yeah the, the contours, but now it's officially like sub air like gotcha. It's like yeah, you could, behind every green there's like a little vent and it like so you can feel the air coming up and like they can just I mean, but it's all from like a computer in the pro shop where they can just. Right. Oh, the moisture level on the back quadrant of hole 18 is a little too wet. We need to suck some air out of there. Yeah. It's amazing. And they're redoing their whole range. Like I thought it was really cool. And I don't, I never even, never even realized too much, but like they're putting fairways now on their driving range so that like when you're practicing, you can start to pick out lines and draws on. Sure on to a fairway while you're like i mean they're building in some greens but part of it was because they're taking out so much um so they have the bed grass is on the fairways and the greens so they're take they were removing that and adding in more bluegrass to tighten up the rough and like bring in the rough sure. so they had all this extra sod so they were like oh let's just put it on the range and build these all awesome fairway like lanes Mm-hmm. Um, and and they're like making the range bigger and it's it, yeah it's gonna be amazing like I'm definitely gonna go down there and just practice <laughs> yeah yeah it's a great facility there for sure um, yeah. yeah we'll have to I don't know I don't know if it'll be this year but um, I'll have to get down and play that course before the the senior open there yeah got two years and and they took out that whole. It, like I used to think it was a nursing home, but it was actually like the, the building that was on the other side of the parking lot. Yeah, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So now it's, it is like a really it's really a hotel. So it's oh, okay. So now there's they have like stay and play and mm. like kind of like you stay and play, stay and play, Clay. Perfect. Now we can me. stay and play at Century World. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> well, on that note, should on we that make note, some picks? Let's let's make some picks for the good old AT&T Byron Nelson TPC Craig Ranch in McKinney, Texas. The last tournament before the PGA Championship. Oof. Oofta. Oofta. Um, well, what is it? My, I think I have it in green. Oh, yeah, they did that. Look at you. Look at you. Improving our spreadsheet here. Just, you know, we, we're, we're advancing with the times and we're just going to, we'll just make, we'll start alternating and then we, we'll keep track of like, does it make a difference of who goes first? Yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see. So yeah, feel free. You get first pick. You're groomed to win. Who you got? Oh man. Now all the pressure's on, right? There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Big pressure. So much pressure. You're under pressure. Dun 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 wow. dun, dun, dun dun dun. See, it's different cuz my song goes dun 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 where under pressure goes dun 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 see there's a difference <laughs> okay vanilla ice 
Ice, ice baby. Thanks for uh, buying me some time. Oh, yeah. Anytime. It's a lot of pressure, you know. It is. I'm just scrolling through here. I'm not looking at the power rankings. I'm going. Going, going by here. feel. That's how I, I just, usually pick. I'm all about. I'm, all, I'm a feel player with these picks. Are you? Yeah. Pretty much. It's kind of my thing. Kind of my thing. It's kind of oh, what I'm known for. Well, I already, I already picked. Yeah, I already, I went Will Zalatoris two weeks ago. Kind of expand my horizon. Switch it up a little bit. I'll let, you, I'll let you have him. Um. All right. I'm, I haven't picked him in a while. I'm going Brooks Kepka. Oh, little Brooksy. I know he's, you know, he's always coming off his injury. Yeah, whether he's healthy or not, you know, still still coming back from Augusta. I mean, yeah. it's still pretty impressive that he even played at Augusta. Exactly. <laughs> like, that was nuts. I, I'm still not really over that. The fact that he was able to walk that course and play, you know, 36 holes there and just barely missed the cut, like, that's insane <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um. All right, so Brooks Kepka for yeah. Nick. Um, Bring it over. Oh, yeah, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jordan Spieth. It's in his home state. Nice. Bring it back. I'll bring it back with a good old. Uh, well, Gonna go with uh, we're gonna go with uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzy, huh? Yeah. For for my best man. Always a groomsman, never a groom. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed, too. Oh. There's there's your doppelganger, Troy oh, Merritt. Oh, Troy. You going to pick him? Uh, Negatropolis. That'll be a fun group. Mark Leishman, Sam Burns, and Bryson DeChambeau. Nah, not bad. I'm going to follow them. <laughs> Hashtag follow. <laughs> uh... uh I'm going in the same group. I'm going to go Cameron Champ. Cameron. Eventually, he's going to, you know, pull pull a win together. Pull through? Yeah. All right. He'll get a win eventually. Um, Bring it back. Trunk Slammer. I swear, if you pick the guy I'm going to pick, I'm going to be none too happy because I've I've got the perfect guy for this. The perfect profile pick for this. This is it. If you steal, if you steal this from me, I am going to be super upset. I'm going Greg Chalmers. Whew! All right, you didn't steal it from me. Damn it! (laughs) That's a good. That's a great profile pick, though. (laughs) 
that's that's what this pick is all about. It's the profile pick. It really is. All about the profile pick. Yeah, he's got like the widow's peak going on. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, Cole Hammer. The Hammer. He's gonna be my trunk slammer for this week. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a great profile pick. <laughs> Holy man. Yeah. Wow. Good luck to that. That's something. Sure is. All right. So, yep. picks right. for the AT&T Byron Nelson. Nick's got Brooks Kepka to win versus my Jordan Spieth. He's got Cameron Champ as his secondary best man pick. I have Matthew Fitzpatrick. And then for a trunk slammer, who we think will go home none too happy at the end of Friday, uh, Nick's got Greg Chalmers, and I have the good old Cole Hammer. I will say Cole has got a really white forehead. He does. Like You can tell he wears a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he's been practicing a lot. He's he's gonna make the cut. I don't know. I don't know, man. Never been against a guy with a white forehead. That's <laughs> so blazingly white. Because <laughs> he's been putting in the range time. I mean, some guys, you know, they're putting in time, but it's just you know maybe it's indoors or just cloudy days a lot. You know, you know, you never know. This guy, he's been out in the sun for sure. Doesn't wear a whole lot of sunscreen. Could have used that gallon of sunscreen up at Craig's porch. <laughs> he found it a little too late, kind of yeah. like you. I hear it. I, I'm, I, I can relate. I can relate to him. That's why I picked him. Cole, let's get it done. It's a slammer All trunk right. this week. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with our follow-up episode to see how our picks did and also talk about the PGA Championship. It's major week. Make our picks for that. So hope you guys all get out, go golfing, hit them straight, watch some golf as well, see how these guys do, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace, love, and birdies. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. Oh, I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Huh.